Welcome in to another episode of the Cali Green Monster Show. I am your host, Dean Ryan, coming to you from the Tesla Studios here in beautiful, sunny San Diego, California. It is Wednesday, March 24th, 2021. Got a good show for you here on Wednesday. Going to talk some football, so it's going to be a football-heavy show. Going to be talking about two quarterbacks that are in the news, Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers. But first, I wanted to be able to talk about my adventures in being a graphic designer. You know, over the past, like, you know, I mean, the show's only been around for a little over two months now. And my brother-in-law helped me design a logo previously where it was, you know, Oscar the Grouch. You know, he was the Cali Green Monster. But, you know, I was always worried that if I ever wanted to, you know, if the show ever got bigger and I wanted to make merchandise and make money, then I'm sure Sesame Street wouldn't be too pumped that we threw a mustache on Oscar the Grouch and we were making money and profiting off it. So I was feeling like at some point I'm going to need to design a new logo, maybe design like a fresh looking banner for my podcast, you know, something with like a fresh Cali Green Monster show. So went and found myself a like a free graphic design program yesterday you know, made myself a pretty bitchin' new logo, made myself a, on the Facebook page, a new profile picture, a Cali Green Monster, you know, he, he's not Oscar the Grouch anymore, he definitely looks different, I think it's pretty, you know, I think he's definitely a little bit more menacing, and uh, might even look a little bit more like myself, I feel like I'm a little bit chubbier than the Green Monster, but you know, who cares, <laughs> so... Go over to the Facebook page, check out the new profile picture, and if you're listening to this episode or have you listened to any of the recent podcasts since Tuesday, March 23rd, you'll see the new banner, so I think it's pretty bitchin'. Hopefully one day when I get a studio and I maybe start video recording these episodes, I can maybe make a, a Cali Green Monster Show sign and neon lights behind, so, you know, that'd be pretty dope. And uh, knowing that I can actually design something like that from my computer is actually pretty encouraging and hope that I can maybe design a few things here in the future. And maybe I can get some merch going because, you know, every every show isn't legit until they've got their own merch. So, you know, we'll see. Maybe get some Cali Green Monster Show hats or fanny packs going your way. Want to give a shout out, or not really a shout out, but maybe just more highlight on Disney Plus on Friday. We've got another new show debuting. It might be if anyone in the 90s grew up while enjoying sports movies or even not even enjoying sports movies. I think a lot of kids growing up in the 90s were all fans of the Mighty Duck movies. Well, there, Gordon Bombay is back. There's a new Mighty Duck series going on. I don't know too much about it except that Gordon Bombay is back. The mom from Gilmore Girls is in it. And besides that, I'm just kind of trying not to learn too much about it. I'm going to go in and check it out. It looks like it's definitely, you know, obviously targeted towards kids. You know, it's a Disney show, so it's probably trying to bring in a new generation of kids to, you know, the Mighty <clears throat> the Mighty Ducks franchise and just hockey in general. You know, I feel like hockey definitely went through an uptick surge in the early 90s with, you know, Wayne Gretzky coming to L.A. and, you know, the Mighty Duck movies. So I think, you know, they're trying to bring hockey and the Mighty Ducks to a new audience. And, you know, I'll probably check it out for sure. You know, I'm a big Mighty Duck fan. I think, you know, recently, a couple of months ago, my wife and I, we watched the Mighty Ducks movies over again. And, they're cheesy in a great way. It's you can get a good laugh at it, and especially watching it as an adult and being, 
you know, the cool kids judging how dorky some of the things they do. And especially in D3, there was basically a majority of the movie that you realized that the Mighty Ducks were actually really immature little assholes that were, were actually the villains of the movie as an adult looking back on it. So it's kind of amazing how perspectives change. But, you know, maybe one of these episodes coming up, I can maybe do a deeper dive into the Mighty Duck movies because it was actually pretty funny watching it as an adult. So moving on, I don't know how to segue into this because it's a little bit more of a serious situation. And the situation I'm talking about is Deshaun Watson and the allegations against him. As of this morning and the time of this recording, there's about 16 different allegations against him from 16 different women. They're all civil suits and they're all being handled by the same attorney. I think what's his name? Tony Busby out of Houston. You know, he's a big lawyer out of there. And yeah, so he's got 16 uh, accusations against him the lo- one of the plaintiff's lawyers one of the accuser's lawyers has branded Deshaun Watson as a, a serial predator you know all these stories have a very kind of similar theme about it is that you know Deshaun Watson hits up these women either through Instagram or through other means about a massage he maybe will ask them if they, they're uncomfortable with massaging his you know his glutes or his groin region and basically all the stories end with him kind of either asking or implying he wants like sexual favors or a happy ending or just sex in general or you know and there's text messages with him you know kind of I feeling kind of they're kind of a little ambiguous maybe being like oh I'm sorry if you were uncomfortable with the situation that was never my intention and stuff but I feel like you know with those you know, you don't really necessarily know exactly what happened because, I mean, he is a professional athlete. And, I mean, I think isn't the groin and the glutes is probably a an area that does get sore when you're working out. And I'm not trying to <laughs> trust me. I was like, this is one of those episodes where you're like, I'm trying to tiptoe through this and not trying to be like, a, oh, this guy doesn't believe women. I guess it's just one of those things that this is such a serious accus- accusations and it seems like it's coming so out of left field with this, you know, with Deshaun Watson, you know, I feel like there's a lot of quarterbacks, you know, like, you know, Russell Wilson, or like, even someone like a Jared Goff or a Matt Stafford, like, if there was allegations like this coming out, it would definitely like, I would have pause for concern, you know, like, I was discussing with my buddy over coffee, I think yesterday and talking about you know, if this was Jameis Winston that was getting these accusations against him, I think I might be a little bit more inclined to be like, eh, you know, this guy's had a sketchy past. But Deshaun Watson, I feel like, hasn't had a sketchy past. Like, so this is one of, like, I feel like it's one of two things that's going on with Deshaun Watson. It's either one, we're finding out Deshaun Watson, who had the squeaky clean image, he ended up, he's actually more like Bill Cosby and kind of is a monster behind closed doors. Or we're seeing a character assassination in the public eye bigger than anything we've ever seen before, you know, because I'm someone that has been kind of skeptical that we haven't heard anything about Deshaun Watson in any negative way. He's always been described as high character. That's why the price tag for him is so high, because not only is he the generational quarterback, but he's looked at as an outstanding, you know, just person you know, just on and off the field. So I just think it's a little suspect that 
once Deshaun Watson has created, you know, some news and waves about that he doesn't want to ever suit up with the Houston Texans again, you know, doing real pushback there and saying that he's going to hold out until a trade, that all of a sudden this stuff is coming out. You know, in, in the news, there's and one of the big things on the Internet is people talking about how that, that Tony Busby, that lawyer that's representing all these women that are accusing Deshaun Watson, that he lives, like, in the neighborhood of Cal McNair, the owner of the Houston Texans. And the Tony Busby even came out and addressed that it's silly rumors that, you know, he doesn't even, like, know the McNair family that he doesn't even follow the Houston Texans and you know and that that's not even a team that he really follows but you know I feel like so he is definitely trying to distance himself from the Texans and in everything but I do think that that is kind of sketch like I feel like you know that is kind of like a definitely PR move by his part because one of the articles I was reading was mentioning that this the same lawyer who doesn't care about the Texans and doesn't meddle with them and or follow them or or know the McNair family in 2014 he bought a billboard in Houston that was saying like quote Mr. McNair draft like Johnny Manziel because at the time Johnny Manziel was a big deal at Texas A&M and obviously this guy wanted the Houston Texans to bring Johnny Manziel in so I think it's kind of sketch now that this guy who's representing accusers going against Deshaun Watson is now trying to say oh I have nothing to do with the Texans and oh like or or even follow them so you know that could be nothing but that's something that just to me kind of brings a like a little white flag and Deshaun Watson's defense attorney you know really went on the offensive and was talking about how you know, especially in, in this day and age, people's public image can get tor- like tarnished really quickly because people are really quickly to judge that, you know, people are are, are guilty until proven innocent, which is completely backwards and saying that with the way that the accusers, lawyers have kind of been operating so much in the public eye and that it's really just kind of, you know, Deshaun Watson is already fighting a losing, losing battle by, you know, basically public opinion kind of already casting that he's you know, guilty before he's even had an opportunity. And he's even brought into question that one of the accusers, you know, Deshaun Watson hasn't been able to identify or like identify to his defense team, all the women, but one of the women that he was able to identify was someone who was basically trying to blackmail, or at least that's what the Deshaun Watson's team is trying to make this out as, is that she tried to blackmail Deshaun Watson for a self-admitted consensual encounter. I don't know what the, if the consensual encounter means consensually meeting up to talk or if it's a consensual sexual encounter. But either way, it was a consensual encounter, but she wanted $30,000 to stay quiet. So I don't know if 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 this is coming if this comes out to be that she was blackmailing Deshaun Watson, does this now cause an even more question to question into the credibility of the other accusers or does every accusation need to be handled on a case-by-case basis so I mean this is definitely huge news especially for a guy what you know as I've been touting almost the entire podcast that I've recorded like in the past episodes that I think he's the second best quarterback or at least a top five quarterback in the league and someone that any team would be more than happy to be building their franchise around so we're definitely going to be following this and seeing kind of how this turns out and you know hopefully you know hopefully you know 
it's one of those things where hopefully it comes out that it wasn't true, you know, for a number of reasons, you know, one, it, I, I don't want to think of Deshaun Watson as this, you know, sexual, like this monster. And I don't want to, you know, believe that all these women have been assaulted, you know, just for, you know, I guess their cases. And if it does come out that it's false, you know, I, I think that these people need to be held accountable. So I think either way, you know, if, if Deshaun Watson finds out, if we find out that these were true, then he needs to be prosecuted and, you know, he needs to be punished. But, you know, if it's found out that, you know, there was some stretching of the truth and these accusations aren't completely true, then, you know, other people need to be held accountable as well. So the other quarterback that's in the news right now is Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, at the beginning of the offseason, after, especially after they got eliminated in the NFC Championship game by Tampa Bay, Aaron Rodgers almost alluded to he wasn't 100% sure about his future in Green Bay and he might have just been talking vaguely, knowing that how every season peep, there's turnover on rosters and that teams are never going to look the same year in and year out. But a lot of people are speculating that Aaron Rodgers was going to maybe try to force his way out of Green Bay or felt like that even having, regardless of having the MVP season, that maybe his time in Green Bay was going to be up. So, you know, I feel like it's kind of gone quiet since then. You know, after all those reports initially had come out, he had went on pat mcafee show and kind of dispelled a lot of it so we haven't heard too much from it i feel like the only news we've really heard from aaron Rodgers since he got eliminated from the the playoffs is that he's newly engaged to charlene woodley the actress so we haven't heard much from it but last friday i think it was like either last thursday or friday it might have been thursday that there was the report that you know well, Pat McAfee and A.J. Hawk were talking about how, first off, Aaron Rodgers wasn't restructuring anything because, you know, he's someone that wants to make sure he's getting what he's worth. But then the news broke out that he was restructuring his contract and that, you know, they were going to restructure, I think it's like his roster bonus into a signing bonus. And by doing that, it would give the Packers cap space for 2021. But the caveat being that, Aaron Rodgers would have dead cap or the Packers would have dead money on their books for Aaron Rodgers and the seasons moving forward. So to basically restructure Aaron Rodgers contract, that would be the Packers way of saying, Hey, we do plan on having you pass 2021 and Aaron Rodgers has even come out. I don't think he's come out publicly, but reports from, you know, NFL insiders has said that Aaron Rodgers wants assurance from the Packers that, you know, he'll be the quarterback past 2021 and not just some lame duck quarterback that's going to be the quarterback for one year and they're going to move on from him. But so reports have come out that in fact he actually didn't restructure his contract. So he got his full 6.8 million dollar roster bonus. So that means there was no restructuring, there was nothing to you know, they didn't make any cap room to try to bring in more weapons this year. And, I mean, I think that that's pretty clear as day, writing on the wall, that if they were planning on having Aaron Rodgers be the quarterback past 2021, they would have restructured his deal. It makes no sense to not have done it. So it's just telling me that if they're not going to restructure it and he's gonna, they're going to give him his full roster bonus – they don't want to have Aaron Rodgers against the books on them in 2022 and 2023, or at least they want to minimize the amount of hit that they're going to take on their, on their books. You know, they drafted Jordan love last year 
to be the successor. So after next year, he'll you know he'll be his third year in 2022. So as of right now, it looks to me like the writing's on the wall that the Packers this is probably going to be Aaron Rodgers' last year with the Packers. So it'll be pretty interesting. I wish he'd come back on Pat McAfee's show so they can talk about it. I'm sure they're going to talk about it. On today's show, I didn't check out Pat McAfee's show yesterday, so I might have to go back and listen to that. I'm going to have a long day here at my day job, so I could probably pop it on while I'm doing a lot of lab work. So, you know, definitely something to keep out or keep a lookout with Aaron Rodgers. So, kind of interesting, you know. Aaron Rodgers seems like he's playing at an elite level. He still seems to be a top-five quarterback in this league. So, I don't know. If you look at, I think, uh, Aaron Rodgers, he's played quarterback or he's been for the Packers for 16 seasons. And I think ESPN today showed a list that, like, Brett Favre and Bart Starr, other famous Green Bay Packer quarterbacks, they each had been there for 16 seasons. So Aaron Rodgers is about to eclipse, you know, about to be there longer than any quarterback in Packer history. So, you know, if I'm Green Bay, I'm – I don't know. I'm trying to figure out a way to keep Aaron Rodgers for as long as possible because I don't really, you know, on the horizon, especially unless they see something out of Jordan Love that he really is going to be something like, uh, you know, maybe he is going to be a generational quarterback and it'll be kind of like a transition from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. But from all accounts, that doesn't seem to be the case. So I don't know, especially with Tom Brady now, like he's signed on for more years in Tampa Bay and he might be playing into his mid to late 40s. And Aaron Rodgers is someone that's alluded to he wants to play into his 40s. So I don't know. It might be kind of a a move that the Green Bay will come to regret and, you know, we'll be paying attention to that. All right, for the rest of the week, on Thursday's show, I probably will talk about some UFC. We've got the Francis Ngannou and Stipe Miocic heavyweight fight. So I'm going to be talking about that either on tomorrow or Friday's show. And then either on tomorrow or Friday's show, I'll probably highlight some of the Sweet 16 matchups that we have for March Madness. So we'll just kind of see kind of see how the 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 news feed goes, how, how the sports goes. So until next time, guys, I appreciate everyone that takes a listen. Hope you're digging the new artwork on the podcast. Go check out the Facebook page, you know, interact, comment with any questions you might have. You can you can message me with a comment or something and check out the dope new profile picture as well. But until next time, guys, I'm Dean Ryan coming to you from the Tesla studios here in San Diego, California. Have a great one. Peace.